Blog Talk Radio. Monica, and I'm your host tonight. This is Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. Tonight is July 12, 2011. Safe Recovery was created and designed to give us a platform to discuss and debate the problems in 12-step meetings and its culture uh, to uncover and actually stop predatory behavior and give victims a chance to speak up and speak out for themselves in a safe place. But the show has evolved into a place where we are discussing making the necessary changes in the world of addiction and the healing around that. Empowerment is our slogan, not powerless. I'm going to bring on, tonight we have really, really special guests. Um, They are M.A. is um, M.A. and Friend the Girl from the fantastic blog, um, stinking thinking, which uh, has been really um, an incredible tool for me that has helped me tremendously. So I'm just going to bring them on. So who, see who we have here. Hi, you're live. Hi, am I on? You're on. Welcome oh, to hi. the show. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm not great. I'm, I mean, I'm great at this moment. Okay. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't I was too great, and then I heard your voice, and I feel better. <laughs> I'm so glad. Things work out with your scheduling? No, not really. I, I'm having a scheduling problem, and my son's supposed to be home, and he's not. And it's just, So I might have to put the phone down at some point. Okay, if go. you put the phone down, we'll have some guests call in, and I'm going to see if this is... Mark on the other line. Let's see. Okay. Hi, you're live. Hello. Hi, Mark. Is it you? It's me. Hey, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Good to be. How here. you doing tonight? Well, I'm sitting in a uh, a dark room. We had a couple of tornadoes. I'm in the, the middle of a power outage. Oh wow. And, and um, I had to find a telephone that didn't didn't run off of. Uh, our main power supply, but I, I managed to do that. But here I sit in the dark. Really? So where are you? I'm, I'm ready to get going. Where in the country are you? I am not in the country. I'm in Canada, actually. Oh, okay. You're up in Canada, and you just he had sounds a like a Canadian, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the Canadian Maritimes. <laughs> yeah, but I know you've lived in five time zones, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have, yeah. I'm on the, After I'm on the that radio the show, there's a few of your, like those those clips, those little sound bites that are just so imprinted in my brain, and that's one of them. I just love when you called in and said that, and she did. 
So let's start with uh, you are the, both the co-founders. Uh, was it a, a joint effort? Did one of you say? I gotta put I gotta put the phone down now. I'm sorry. Okay. So <laughs> I'll back. be back. Okay. Okay. So it's, I'll leave it up to you. Um, was this a, like you both were on the same page at the same time and said let's create this or tell us how stinking thinking came about. We were actually part of a uh, both part of the same support group, and um, it really evolved from just conversations we we had with with twelve steppers uh, who were promoting the recovery program, and you know we started getting into the same endless debates that we wind up getting in um, on our blog, and you know you see around some of the different forums on the internet, and we started at really out of frustration and. and um, I can't even remember whose idea it was, but I I wouldn't have done it without without friend the girl because she's such a good writer and mm-hmm. you know we needed I wanted someone who could who could who could write well and can convey your thoughts well I'm just kind of a a, a sidekick on the thing but um, <laughs> but yeah we we started it. it it kind of started out as a lark and it evolved into into more than that. Now I guess, but you know, we just started it out really for the hell of it, just to kind of express ourselves and, and get uh, get a message out there and see if there was anyone else out there that, that uh, you know were having the same ideas. And obviously there were. Uh, we've got a pretty good response from the blog. We we re- really I didn't envision it even even lasting this long uh, or taking on the life that you know that it has. So we're pleased. Yeah, I'm really pleased. Um, so, in the beginning, did you have threads like there are now? Like, you know, there's the never-ending thread, and you have Follow the Money, and then there's YLFAA. Were those there from the beginning? You know, from the beginning, we really, you know, it's 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 almost like the, the way the blog goes now. We really don't know what we're going to do from day to day, and it just kind of, um, it, it kind of just took its own path. Is, is what it did. We didn't envision having a never-ending thread, but you know, we we put that up there because um, you know we were getting into these tangents and endless debates and um, you know discussions about things that really weren't on topic to some of the posts that we put up. So we we threw that up there. That was uh, that was FTG's idea, and that was a that was a good idea. We we put. I'm back, addition. by the way. Hey. Oh, okay. I, good. I was gonna mute it, but then I don't know how to like. <laughs> If I muted you and then you came back, I was like, well, how am I going to hear her? So, anyway, I'm glad you're back. Okay, thanks. My son came home with a salamander. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, I have a salamander in a container here. Okay, that's totally off topic. Speaking of never-ending thread. (laughs) Yeah, well, you probably weren't listening, but I was just explaining how the – how the blog had evolved and, and how we got the never-ending thread. We have the, a dictionary up there. We did have – we've had some other tabs up there, and we'll probably add some more and maybe delete some as it goes, just depending on, you know, what we want to do and how we feel about it, I guess. Um, I had asked uh, um, from the girl when you stepped away, you know, was it a, a co-joint thing? Did one of you want to start it um, uh, before the other – and he was explaining that to us. That's where we were. That's where we came oh. from. But I'm sorry, I missed that. <laughs> okay, um, another question. So, um, I I do know 
um, a lot about Friend the Girl because she and I have become some lot of friends, right? Uh, we talk on the phone. Yeah, we talk. Yeah, we talk. Phone and I really appreciate her. And when I first came on there as the the do-gooder insider trying to make things safer, mm-hmm. um, you were very nice to me. I appreciate that. Although some of the other bloggers were like totally making fun of me and everything, and then I <laughs> I left because it was it seemed like I wasn't uh, I needed to go do what I was trying to do, which I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. But then you came and said, uh, "How are you?" You know, she actually came over to my stuff 13 step blog and um, you know asked me how things were going. And of course, I think because of the rape in Covina. You guys were pulling up the news about that as we were sort of dealing with it um, very close to us. And it really made me feel um, good because I was sort of already getting ostracized in AA with the general service structure, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I think that you have created a platform that is um, really, really, really important. You know, And I would like to just hear maybe from both of you just your passion where it comes from, were you ever in the program, if you weren't, um, why this, and, um, uh, yeah, what's the passion about the blog for you? Because it's helping a lot of people. Uh, I can can go. (laughs) No, I have never been in AA. I have been around AA and sort of grew up in that sort of, you know, tough love and, mom sending me to meetings and stuff like that until um so I feel like I've spent a lot of time running away from AA <laughs> but when 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 it came time for me to do something about my drinking um uh well and we I met I met Mark on a online community too we uh we both started realizing as we were interacting with this community which was totally non-denominational but did have a lot of 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 um AA members there and some of the behavior that we were seeing was really alarming like you know just coercive and 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 you know actually seeing people tell other people to go off their you know you don't need depression medication just do the steps that's all you need and oh wow. You know that sort of thing, and you know we would, you know, we it's an unmoderated community, so you know we would. What is that one? What is that? Well, we would rather not say. I said. Okay. Yeah. We want universities to collide here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. but yeah, so we would we would see that stuff go on, and we would you know pipe up with you know criticisms here and there, and and the way that we would get landed on, you know, you are killing alcoholics. How dare you say anything against AA because you're somebody's going to see what you said, and and that one struggling alcoholic is going to die because you said that, and we we would get that kind of criticism a lot and and the other thing was that because it's a support community we couldn't it wasn't the right place to pick a fight like that so mm-hmm. or to engage in that kind of thing especially since a lot of people that we're close to are in AA and you know so so that mm-hmm. was that was the basis for the blog was just you know we want to be able to to um explore this stuff <laughs> and uh you know, put 
put our arguments out, but you know, over the course of the the couple of years that we've been doing it, just the amount that we've been learning and <clears throat> the community that that's been building up around and you know, seeing the work that other people have been doing and it it's it's just sort of deepened the commitment. Yeah, I would imagine, like, in the early days, what kind of, this is just because I am a blogger, too, so I like statistics. What were the blog like, in the beginning, um, how many hits were you getting, like, compared to now? In the beginning, we were talking to ourselves. <laughs> and <laughs> if, you, if you go back to some of our earlier posts, uh, there's, there's, not a lot of, there's not a lot of comments. I think Anna Zed was one of the... Uh, one of the ones who who found us uh, early on, uh, you know, one thing we wanted to do was pick a fight, and we we did we did do that. I mean, we attracted some some um, uh, some people that that I've actually have you know they're in AA and, and uh, we don't agree on on much of anything as far as that goes, but they're not they're not bad people, and 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 and, and we did. We were intentionally provocative, just so we could get an audience and we could get the dialogue going. Yeah. Um, so we—I guess you could say we picked the fight, but um, mm-hmm. I don't think we were do wrong that? in what we were saying. What's that? Yeah. Um, but um, my background—I I did have some exposure to it, and and even since we've started the blog, even more. I don't want to really get into—I um, I would have to tell you offline, but but. Um, Okay. But I've never been a member of it, just like just like FTG. But uh, like her, my commitment to the whole thing is deep in too. I, I really, both of us uh, are, are committed to recovery in general, and mm-hmm. are committed to, to uh, advancing, you know, what we know, which is very little at this point. I think a lot of that is, you know, a lot of our, our knowledge of. Addiction has been hindered by by AA because they wanted to keep us in the Stone Age up until now. That's starting to change, but so we do have a commitment to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's not a necessarily a recovery site, but we uh, uh, you know we talk about it quite a bit, and we've posted some some things about recovery in, in, in general. But um, I'm sorry, I got off on a tangent. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm sitting here. In- <laughs> Sitting here, sitting here in the dark, trying to avoid a tornado. So. Oh my goodness! Um, I think you were talking about, you know, helping, um, you know, with recovery. The numbers that I heard from a judge who was sentencing a lot of people, and um, he was a he's a board member of Alcoholics Anonymous, but he's a non-alcoholic one. That the numbers are there's about 25 million people in the United States and Canada that have some sort of, um, uh, you know addiction and alcohol dependency problem or maybe you know it gets them into a problem so not everybody who drinks and gets a DUI um, is an alcoholic and I don't even like to use the word anymore Um, I uh, I agree and I think that we are coming upon a new age with young people who are absolutely refusing um, to go to AA and are saying that they hate it but I do think that it's important that the parents, and I'm a parent, and um, I know that friend the girl is. Are you a parent? I am. Yeah, I have a, uh, I have a 15 year old. Right. So that we educate, like even them and all the other parents, and that 
that there's something else, and I, I I sometimes think there's room for another thing. There's other things like Amy Lee Coy, you know, in her book from Death to Right Part, it's great because you know she's now clean or doesn't you know drink or and for over four years, and after 20 years in and out of AA, writes the book and does it on her own by a lot of self-care, empowerment, the opposite of AA, right? And uh-huh. Stephen Slate. Great site. I mean, I was talking to him when I was in New York, um, and I I know that that you, friend the girl, also didn't. So you created the blog, and that did it, or you know, well, did the blog was that like sort of Amy's book for you? Um, you mean in, in like uh, I'm I think I'm confused about the question. Like, well, is, you, so you had your own problem with drinking? And oh, oh, yeah. You, yeah, yeah, like so you kind of created your own little thing, huh? Is that what happened? Well, I wouldn't say. You know, I was, I was pretty active on, you know, in this recovery community that I mm-hmm. was in, and and so I think that that was very valuable. I know some people, you know, come to the blog and accuse us of being anti, you know, community or you know any kind of support community, which I think is kind of I don't know where they get that idea, but. Um, <clears throat> you know, it was very important to me to have people around me who are on the same path, you know, and I yeah. think for, for the blog was, the blog was kind of something that, okay, well, now what? What's next? You know, just sort of a, a creative outlet. Because, you know, when you're first, you're first trying to get your feet under you and you're sort of coming out of an addictive stretch, you 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 don't know what to do with yourself, you know. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, we have some people on the blog like that now, right? There's we we're seeing a lot of new people coming that are, um, you know, not even with like less than a couple of years, which I think are the hardest years, mm-hmm. right? So we're seeing that, and yeah. we see this blog really helping them. You know, I think I think that's a key point. There's uh, when you when you first quit that the first couple of years. Um, you know, you're it's especially the first few months. You know, you're in a tenuous time in your quit, and 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 what what I saw one one reason I wanted to do this is because I saw not just if if AA were a benign organization, I really wouldn't care. But I saw a lot of harm mm-hmm. harmful advice going to to people that were in the early stages of a quit, mm-hmm. and 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 it was it was it, it was um it was hurting them more than it was helping them and um at the same time i saw people that had been in the group for uh, both of us did you know for a while that had legitimate gripes legitimate complaints about it and they were being dismissed with the same same type of uh, gaslighting that you know you've seen over the years and when you're yeah and then our readers have and um and so one one thing the blog is, I think to a lot of people, it's cathartic. You know, it's yeah, mm-hmm. it's some place they can go to and they can bitch and they won't be subjected to the same, uh, you know, to the same mind games that they get if they were to complain again, uh, you know, about the program within AA or were to leave AA. Um, you know, you're going to be absolutely dismissed. You're not going to get any really any support from your past group. So I think it helps in terms of getting some sort of support. You know, we're not a recovery site, but it does help validate a lot of the things that people 
Yeah, especially if you can call it what it is. You know, I mean, every once in a while, you know, we well, we get we get our our you know trolls or you know AA apologists coming through, and they come right. through with the same stuff that you would hear outside of the blog. You know, well, try another meeting, or that never happens in my meeting, or yeah. sorry, it didn't work for you. But you know, all those same all those same things, but but on. On the blog, I think people can call it what it is. You know, you can say, it, which is different from you know when you, you if you're in the context of AA and someone says that to you, you're 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 outnumbered. But if you're on the blog and someone says that, you can say, hey, you know, that's that's, exactly. that's gaslighting. You're lying. You know. Yeah, there's yeah. a tacit understanding in AA that there's some things that you can't say. Right. Some lines you can't cross, and and on our blog you can really say whatever you want, even if it's pro AA. Right. Um, you know you're you're really, you know there's there's we have very few very few rules, and and amazingly some people are able to <laughs> to 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 break those, but for the most part they don't, and and you know so you can come in and say whatever you want. You know I think that it's it, it's so uh, funny because. Um, it, I guess I found it when it was a year into it, so I found the blog a year and a half ago, and it's been around two and a half years now. Is that right? Yeah, that's about yeah, right. So Isn't it? It was like in March of '09. March of '09. Oh, wait a minute. Did I? I don't, well, it doesn't matter. But anyway, so part of what was going on sometimes then was, you know, it was Anna Zed and a bunch of other people. I remember, like, you know, talking about like what was not true about the literature. And there's been over like 20 years uh, that I knew some of the literature, especially the stuff about the anger and the brainstorm is for the normal man. I was like, I knew this was insane, that this was like a ridiculous part because I was 15 years sober and I did therapy and I did rage work and I would go to meetings and say, guys, like, this is insane. Like, you're look around how angry you all are. I mean, I didn't say that, but, you know, I... um. Mm -hmm. You could notice it, and but it was at that point where I, I would start to listen to Chapter 5 at the one meeting I was going to, and, you know, I started listening to it going, this is absurd, like, this is really bad to listen to every day or even once a week, or, you know, <laughs> that there's no truth in it, that, you know, it's like you were saying, 1936, like, um, medicine, you know, uh, if I went to a dentist in 1936 or a heart doctor or an OBGYN, boy, uh, we would be treated really different. So why? Do, and they've done no research. There is no clinical trials. There is no money ever spent on research. That no, and they say if it if it ain't they say if it if it ain't fixed if it ain't broken don't fix it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. That that line, but it's it's broken, you know. And then it when you know when you point out, or you know, like for instance, when Doctor Drew's patients die, then mm -hmm. what you hear is, well, that just means it's hard. Uh, addiction is hard to treat, or alcoholism is hard to treat. So it, it, you know, they don't believe that it's broken at all, and the fact that it that it fails so many people is just because of the nature of alcoholism, not because of the of the nature of AA, mm -hmm. which is the, at the forefront of of our recovery 
uh, industry. It's yeah, crazy. The, the problem the problem is is that you know if you go back to 1936, it was treated as a character flaw, and AA was able to actually take mm-hmm. that idea and run with it. And they even today, you know, AAs will will call themselves. Uh, what, not special people, but gifted, or, or I, can't, I can't even think of the term. No, they think they're special people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and and, and not all of them. But. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, I've seen, you know, even I've seen um, uh, people in, embrace their their problems and 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 pass it off as them just being drunk. You know, that's they're they're not a psychopath, they're just a drunk. That's that's their problem. And a and AA has fixed that. But um here's some of the things that would like they'd say about oh, you know, well we're late, yeah, because we're alcoholic. Oh, you know how we are. Oh right, yeah. We're, we're well, you know, or, we I'm impatient because I'm an alcoholic or Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I didn't I didn't buy that. You know, really early on, like five, six years sober at a sponsor, who when I would, she'd say about being judging people, she'd say, no, 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 you need to learn how to make a judgment of when someone is good and when something, someone's bad. For like when people are, she said, that's not being judgmental. You need to be able to see because I couldn't see. I thought, oh, oh, a was supposed to be like, oh, everybody's nice and everybody's love and light, and I'm supposed to trust everybody. And uh, everybody's on a spiritual path and trying to be good. And I was like, oh, boy, was I, like, naive. Um, oh, yeah. It, it's amazing, isn't it? it what, orange On the orange papers, there's a section called the Us Stupid Drunks Conspiracy. I think that's what it's titled. But it's a really good section for anyone to read. And that's, you know, he discusses the stereotypes that alcoholics apply to themselves. Really, any pick a pejorative. That's the way a drunk is, um, and um, there's there's no reason to think that you know someone with a drinking problem uh, is different than any any other segment of society. You know they're 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 going to be the same, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know that was the point I was getting to earlier. Is 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 that uh, you know in 1936, you know it, people were looked at like Otis the drunk from. From the Andy Griffith show, you know, it was the town <laughs> kind of looked down or down. Oh, Kevin, are you going to call in and do do uh, Barney Fife for us? Kevin, are you out there? Are you going to call in and do Barney Fife? My my husband can do Barney Fife. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I I know that um, I told you folks that my brother-in-law uh, committed suicide uh, a week ago Wednesday, and he. You definitely, when you first were mentioning the things that you saw on the blog about they were advising uh, people whether or not they should take medication, and Anti-Denial sent me a really great email, of, and then I sort of rewrote it, that I think that New York should tell, that they, they have to, that it's a liability. That's how it's read. It is a liability that no one can give advice about medication from an aspirin to a pain pill if you've had surgery, to uh, pharmaceutical um, antidepressants. It is a liability, and no one should ever do it, along with the safety statement following it. But, you know, Brian um, did go back, for those who don't know, was sober, I believe it was eight years, 
uh, and drank sober another eight years, drank again. And then in the years when he came back to New York and went to the old meetings, um, he was really uh, shunned and given the cold shoulder. He wasn't 25 and cute anymore. I guess he was 46 and just, you know, handsome now. And um, it's disgusting what uh, he, and I was on the phone with him this whole spring, he and my sister told him, no, like, there's other things. There's smart recovery. There's go online. And, but, you know, they have so brainwashed the United States with that this is the only thing. But, you know, we're getting in there. We're getting in there. If uh, everybody reaches out to their therapist or to their lawyer um, with the letter that, you know, I've written and rewritten, I hope it's it's not done yet. I keep making it better. But do you have anything you want to say on this topic of, you know, do you, of what I just shared about Brian or anybody you know who's committed suicide? Well, I am. Um, I just think that. Uh, that's devastating. I mean, this, that this this story is so devastating, and I'm really sorry. That that story was heartbreaking. I, no, the, the, it, it's funny. Be, um, when when we mention something like this on the blog, not just his story, but but you know, there's been a number of stories, you know, that were just as tragic. People uh, killing themselves. Um, they get dismissed. And mm-hmm. um, and and the denials will come in that no we're not we're we're not giving psychotherapy in AA we're not talking people out of out of their medication mm-hmm. we're not and um, I haven't met anyone that has been in AA and out of AA. You hear a lot of denials from people within AA, but I've never met anyone that's been in it and out of it that has not seen that and hasn't seen it repetitively, chronically. I think my husband knows five people who committed suicide. I've known Kevin 10 years, right? I think it's 10 years. And um, I've been to, well, one guy got killed, as we know that, from December by two, a couple he met in an AA meeting. That was really put the nails in the coffin for me. Or do I want to be going to meetings where this is going on, where people do not care, do not, like, do you think everybody would have jumped up in arms, you know, at this? And it's like, you know, something needs to be done. You know, we need a safety statement, and let's change things. Nothing. Mm -hmm. And, um... I'm sorry, I lost yeah, my Yeah, you keep thinking. You, you keep thinking every every story that comes out like that. You keep thinking this is going to be the one that's really going to get people's attention. But it just, you know, the story in Hawaii. Um, yeah. With the the mother and daughter who were uh, who yeah, were murdered by the. By mm-hmm. I thought that was going to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, they let the guy out of, he was in a mental hospital, and they let him out on a conditional release. And mm-hmm. and um, one of the conditions was that he get his his uh, substance abuse counseling, which, of course, is AA, and he met, he met her there, and now she's, she's dead and her daughter's dead. You know? a, lot of the, a lot of the things we write about, you know, we we found Googling on the Internet, but, but for everything we find, there's there's many, many more that they just don't mention that AA was involved at all. 
but you know what I mean? I mean, if you do a word search for AA, you'll find, you know, a treasure trove of things. But a lot of times, uh, you know, there will be a suicide or, or there will be some sort of abuse. And they don't mention in the in the text of the article that it was AA-related because they don't go into, you know, a lot of biographical detail or whatever. But, but you know, it would be interesting to know what the numbers are of, you know, of what's what's actually out there. I, I think uh, yeah. that I was working with a, an assistant, you know, because I'm working on this film, and um, she pointed out she was somebody new that just to help me organize my files, because I have a file that with every press story that I found, you found, um, anti-denials found, and I print them out, and you know now my file, my my handle broke on my file. <laughs> it got so heavy. <laughs> it's not funny, but anyway. Um, and what, I, what she pointed out as an objective person who's not in the program but saw me start this project, she said, well, look, though, Monica, um, all these reporters, these ones, have printed the connection. So that means even though AA in New York might send out the 9,000 letters, I, have, I haven't counted them. Is it 50? Is it 100? That means these reporters think it's important, and so do you, and so does friend the girl, right? That so, if those were all contacted, and they knew what we all know, which you know, my letter is you know not a culmination of it all, but I'm trying to put it together. But like here's like a current story. So we have the Blotter, the Seattle Times. This was August 13th. This is actually an old one. Sorry, but um, 49-year-old woman had met a guy through Narcotics Anonymous view the home, and once there, Carter punched the woman in her stomach, and um, she fought back, but then he um, he said he was going to kill her and rape her. He bound her, and so it's really a horrible story. She was raped, and um, uh, but this one went all the way to the police. This is a really, really hard story, and then this is a current one. No, not a current one, but in the um, Deseret News, I guess this is in Provo, Utah, Police arrested a Provo man who said they raped a woman he met through Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, and the whole thing is about accountability. It's not that, you know, often you'll hear people say, you know, this happens everywhere. This happens in every part of society, and that's true. It it, it doesn't happen as much as it does in AA for a lot of reasons, but but it does happen everywhere. But in every other part of society, there's accountability, and when something happens, the people involved put in place some checks and balances and improve the system and mm-hmm. and, and, and try to do something to, to make it better. And and that's what you're trying to do. And it's it's amazing the lack of response and the, the apathy that you get out there that you've been re- receiving. Oh, my God. So we have a, a woman in, um, I don't think uh, anti-denial is, is out there on, but um, so there's a situation in Florida where, um, you know, she was threatened, and now somebody is. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't even think I want to say what's going on there right now. But um, she actually called New York again. The guy laughed at her. Like he laughed yeah. at her. And um, so I have two questions here. It's just horrible. But she and I were. Hopefully, she's going to write the story um, uh, to say what's going on there. So somebody's asking. There's two questions. One coming from Sally. What can we say to people that respond? Crime happens everywhere. When the discussion about AA and crime comes up, why don't you take this one? I'd like three of us to answer this because this comes up all the time. 
What do you say when somebody says crime happens everywhere? Friend the girl? Oh, okay. Uh, well, I would say that, yeah, it happens everywhere, but not every place that you go. Like, I don't know why they always say, oh, that could happen to you at the mall or, it's, or at a bar, let's say, at a bar, you know. <laughs> So you go into a bar, you know, if a woman goes into a bar alone, she doesn't put her, she doesn't drop her defenses and automatically feel like she needs to trust everybody in the room mm-hmm. and isn't even, isn't instructed that she need that she can't trust her own best thinking and yeah. that, that she can't trust her own instincts and she can't know what's best for herself, that, that, that would be self-will run riot or, you know, whatever. She has to... She has to put her, yeah, she has to put her, you, and, and, you know, if she doesn't believe in anything, she can put her trust in all the people in that room, you know, and, and trust them to know what's better. for. That doesn't happen when you go into a bar room. You don't take people's phone numbers and give, I mean, well, no, of course you do, but, I mean, it, 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 at least you're aware of what you're doing. You have your, you have your, you have your, you know, you have your instincts on and you have, you know, you take normal precautions that you wouldn't take in in AA, it, you know, and on top of that, it, you have the, the people in there are in the same boat that you are, you know, they're, they're addicted people who, you know, probably just as broken and, you know, and, and like they say about themselves, you know, they want to say, on the one hand, that yeah, we're we have no integrity, and we can, you know we're we're impatient, all the things that they say about themselves, and then then they want to then they want you to put all your trust in them that that they would know what's better for you than and they're untrained, untrained to have that kind of responsibility, you know. So there's my <laughs> there's my rant. How about you? I, I you know I would say you know I'm sorry sorry go ahead. No, I, I was going to say if you get on an airplane, you assume that the, you know, the pilot has a license. You assume that everybody's gone through a security checkpoint. You know, there's there's a lot of assumptions that you go through, and um, you know, you feel safe going on onto uh, to an airplane. Uh, uh, you know, you assume the mechanics have, have have done their job and all of that, all of that good stuff. Uh, people walk in an AA the same way. Um, you know, it's an institution. They assume that there's uh, mm-hmm. there's some 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 safety, there's some checks and balances, and and there's not. That's the difference between AA. We had posted a I posted a post a few months ago uh, called the Rotary Club Challenge. To you know, I challenge yeah. anyone. Google mm-hmm. the Rotary Club and see if any felony has happened within a Rotary Club in in North America. No one was able to find anything like that. But you can Google AA on any day and you'll find it. The difference is the Rotary Club or where you work or the mall or even the employees at a bar, when something does happen and things happen, I mean, yeah. you, you know, it's, this is, in society things are going to happen. Right. But people are held accountable. They're not told to, you just look at your own side of the street. Don't worry about them. You worry about your own inventory and not theirs. And things are put into place when something does happen to to do whatever you can to ensure that it doesn't happen again. And if it does happen again, then, then more procedures are put into place. That doesn't happen in AA. In AA, it's every man, every woman for themselves. 
and no one is held accountable, and um, things are treated in-house. Um, it's it's almost, you know, if, if there's a felony, if there's a murder, something like that, they're going to report it to the police, but so often abuses that happen aren't necessarily, you know, rape that we read about in the paper, but um, some other abuses that, that uh, are ignored, you know, theft of other members and, and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. um, there's no Caroline put up a, um, a really good post on your um, blog about the new law. She put it online, and I said, you need to go post this over on Thinking Thinking because she went and dug out the law. And there is a new law about bullying and about it, the wording was not gaslighting. I can't remember right now, but it was a really, really good post that if people are in a position where they are to be trusted, um, there are some laws because of bullying that went on. I don't know whether it was because of stuff that happened on the Internet, you know, where the kids were killed from, from MySpace when that first happened. And um, I, I think it's so important uh, what you're doing, all of us, as a sort of a joined effort to, um, you know, just sort of expose the truth. Uh, when I, I mean, the first time I heard somebody answer, it was Mona Lisa, it was on the radio show, and they were saying it, the guy actually said it on the radio, and when she was on, and she had called in, and, you know, uh, they had compared it to a grocery store, and that's why I was laughing so hard from the girl. And I thought, can you imagine you're going to the grocery store? And I'm like, just turn your money over to us. You know, we know better than you what kind of apples to pick, what kind of eggs. <laughs> you really don't know what you're doing here, Monica. You know, I mean, the further I get away from it, the more insane it all appears, even though there was certainly, you know, it's just bizarre. Then somebody goes, you go to a bank, are you all going to, like you've never met these people, you go into the bank, everybody starts holding hands, sitting very close to each other. Even in a PTA meeting, you don't do that, you know? You don't no, like sit you and don't. hold hands and then all hug each other. Yeah, it's, it's you, you know, and also at a PTA meeting, not everybody is anonymous. That's another thing, too. Uh, that's another difference between AA and any other group is everybody is anonymous. It's a It's a secret society. Uh, there's, you know, we, we, uh, who, I think it was me, actually, I posted a, an article about, uh, you know, that, that Bill and Bob play that's popping up all over the place from Australia, and it's being directed by some shrink mm-hmm. over there, and you could tell by the text of the article that the writer of the thing was in AA, and, and so was this shrink that was recommending AA as a therapeutic tool. Because he was using the cliches and all of that, it, everyone's anonymous. You don't know. You don't know who is. It's it's a it's a secret world. It's just it's it's unlike any other place. It's uh, anywhere. Yeah, I have another question that somebody asked further back was, do you think is AA an evil cult? That's what the um, that's what Johnny put down. Is AA an evil cult? You answer that, Mark. <laughs> Do I think it's an evil cult? <laughs> I, I I think that it it does meet the standards of a cult. If mm-hmm. you look at any um, if, if you if you look at any 
uh, cult expert, if you if you look at the criteria, that you know there's there's different ones out there, but but it does meet that standard. Is it is it evil? And do I think that everyone in AA is uh, is is out to do harm? No, I think most people are there to do good, and most people honestly are there to help other people, even the ones that are gaslighting people, even the ones that are doing some of these manipulative things. A lot of it is that they they've learned it. You know, you, you you go into AA and you learn these behaviors, oh. and you pass that on to the to the next generation of sheep that come through. So they're not inherently evil people, and they're not in AA to do harm or wrong or anything like that. But uh, is it a is it a cult? It sure meets the standards of a cult by any criteria that I've ever seen. Is it evil? I think it does. Uh, it does a whole hell of a lot of harm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really do a whole hell of a lot of good in that the objective of the program, remember, is to get people to quit drinking. And it, you know, it's, it doesn't have a 5% success rate. It has a 0% success rate. 5% are going to quit anyway. So the baseline is 5%. Anything above that shows its success. It does not work. So um, it doesn't do a whole hell of a lot of good. It makes some people feel better, I guess, like any religion would. Uh, and it does a whole lot of harm. Uh, but but I did, let me just take this opportunity. We don't think everyone in AA is evil. And if we thought that, then we would have to kick out every commenter of our blog because collectively mm-hmm. been in the organization for you know hundreds of thousands of years between all of you. Um We've I got think somebody three. from maybe the Andy Griffith show is calling in right now. Let's see who's calling in. Follow yeah, your oh live. Good. Follow your live. Hey, Monica, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is this 45? <laughs> well, it was a second ago. Uh, how you doing, sweetie? It's Kevin. <laughs> I don't know. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hello. Hey, guys, how are you? <laughs> Hi, Kevin, how are you We're doing? Good. I think I'd rather talk to James Gandolfini. Is he there? Why don't you give me a break right now? I don't have time to kill anybody. I just want to listen to your show, okay? All right. Listen, Monica. (laughs) What do you want to say? Well, I have to say, you know, I was very curious, you know, getting back to what you said about, uh, what did this person say, like, uh, earlier you said something about uh, this stuff happens all the time, Uh, that kind of stuff happens all the time. Yeah, but it happens everywhere. Question, because Sally gets, gets it all the time. Yeah, and they say, oh, this happens everywhere. Well, I think, number one, I mean, that's it's sort of ignorant, you know, because uh, it, it's, it's, these things do happen, yes, but they shouldn't be happening in a place of recovery, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, who knows? Or, or any place, uh, a church, a temple. Not saying that the program is, isn't that, but it's a place where people are really coming to heal. And, you know, that goes to show you that we have a responsibility to really uh, look out for these people who are so vulnerable, you know, and to just sit back and say this happens everywhere is really just, uh, you know, it's just a cop-out, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're uh, you know what I mean? Well, I'm just switching to another subject here, but you know how they say, you know, the meetings would spoil your drinking, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. You're... Your program <laughs> right now, what you started, basically spoiled my meetings, and I don't mean that in a in a, in a negative way. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I, I just see the more the more I 
listen to you and talk to you about these subjects, what's going on as far as, as, far as financial predators and uh, sexual predators, the more I see it when I go to a meeting. And it's been a, a few weeks now since I've been, but it's become more evident to me, more obvious who these, you know, these people are. And they hide, you know, uh, and that's what they're doing. They're hiding under an anonymous program because that's what it's labeled as, anonymous, and they can come from all different walks of life. And, yes, there are some very good people in these rooms. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you have these bad apples that are still there that still continue to, you know, to exercise these behaviors. And and I'm just really happy to know that there's finally one person to get up and stand up and say something about it, and that's you. So, and that's become Thanks, somewhat man. contagious contagious with me. You're very welcome. That's been somewhat contagious with me because now I stand up and say, you know, what I need to say. Uh, I, you know, as far as 12 step calls, I mean, getting back to Tracy White, we, what, what you remember what happened to him. He was he was on a 12, 12 step call to help somebody. They, you know, he went to help them. They killed him, and he was dismembered. You remember the story. Yes. And and this this is the type of people we see. He met them in a meeting. He met these mm-hmm. people in a meeting. They said they needed help. They killed him and dismembered him. A very sweet guy. Monica and I both know him. And mm-hmm. these are the type of people that hide. I mean, it's like story, Horrible. story. It's really, I mean, that was it for me. It was really it. It was so, you know, to be at that memorial and to see that uh, and to see the lack of response of um, people standing up in arms, even in a general service meeting, uh, yeah. I hear you. Um, you want you want to finish up that thought? I want to ask if you could stay on. There's someone's asking a really good question or is making a statement. No, absolutely. Um, I want to no, let you no, absolutely. Though. I just think it's, it's just fantastic what you're doing, Monica. I think it's fantastic, and I just uh, it's a shame that not all of us are standing up and, and trying to spread this word. And it's just wonderful to see how I, I see you growing what you're doing. It's just very very cool. And I really cool. appreciate your support. Yeah. So somebody went to a. a GLBT, it's, I think it stands for Gay, Lesbian, Sexual, Transgender Meeting, and uh, starting to appreciate what women must feel at mixed meetings. Old-ass geezers who are obviously perverted with that twinkle in their eye trying to go for the ones 30 years younger than they are. And this is, that's horrible. This, uh, this is now, uh, I was, this was addressed to me a year and a half ago at, in West Hollywood that that was going on. So, so, Kevin, you talk about that, right? Because what did some guy tell you? Which guy now? Well, I remember you said there was a... When I came home from that meeting where the guy pulled me aside and said all the gay guys were running to the straight meetings, it was so bad. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Didn't yes. you have a friend who yes. was a gay guy coming yes. to the straight men's yes. meeting because of that? Yes. He said, yeah, and more of them are coming to the meeting because they said it's just, it's yeah, it's rampant. It's bad, it's horrible, and it's by sponsors and sponsees. Sponsors oh, God, and sponsors. they're scoping out. Really, really. Yeah, we need the, the FBI com- to go undercover in there. The common, the, common, the common story that you'll get is a lot of people having to strip naked, disrobe, in order to do fifth steps. Uh, you know, is what I'm hearing from them, too, which is, like, pretty wild. No. That's a first, but I have not heard that whole. That's amazing. I saw that somebody yeah. mentioned that on the blog. Uh, me, I, me. That was that you. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was me. It was yeah. me because it was told to me through. This is what happened. One of my women who were involved in helping write this we was going to a different small step study at the time when we finally approved it and we made it into the nice format that it is. And she was handing them out at every meeting. And she handed it to a guy, a gay guy with 15 years. And when she, he read it and he goes, oh, my God, this is fantastic. He goes, you wouldn't believe what happened to me. And that's when he says, 
his sponsor told him to take off his clothes and get naked to read his fucking fifth step to him. Yeah, and of course, and of course the, standard advice, the standard advice to him from another AA is just to find another meeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get a new sponsor. There's no accountability. Can we call the Pope or the Archbishop of uh, L.A.? And <laughs> My God. Um, yeah. So we it, have about it, seven it, minutes left, and I would like to say to uh, everyone, you're welcome to stay on, Kevin, if you'd like to stay on. What do you think we can all do? I have my own little plan, you know, but what can we do to help this huge problem? Because it's in AA, it's in the rehab, it's in our society uh, uh, to change things. What do, you, what do you think some of the, um, uh, how we can address it? Oh, I, you know, I, I, I go through phases where I feel like I, I think it's just going to have to happen, you know, organically. I mean, just ha- because it, I, I don't, I don't anticipate, you know, that having there be some kind of big revolution, um, especially when it's so ingrained, you know, just, it, it, just the, the, the kind of, um, uh, what people think is knowledge about recovery and, and addiction is so you know so based on on stuff that you learn in 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 twelve step that I, I don't think I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna happen overnight you know I just I feel like it's got it it's that the research that's being done and the new treatments that are that are you know being promoted and um, you know efforts to get to get more evidence-based um, treatments into, you know, into more mainstream places. It's just, it's just going to happen like that. But I do feel mm-hmm. like things are moving. And I don't know if that's just because, you know, I'm paying attention in a way that I wasn't, but it seems, mm-hmm. it seems to me that, that at least in, in the, you know, publishing world and the, the, you know, actual experts who are paying attention and who are leading this, leading, um, leading in the field are, you know, moving far away from from um, twelve step mythology. And as far as far as the abuse, that if more people can do what you're doing, it, it's this is something that's this is something that I think is more difficult to change than um, you know the treatment itself is 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 going to evolve and change. Uh, naturally, but but uh, as, as far as stopping the abuse, it's it's it, that is so difficult because, like we were talking about, it's a closed society, it's an anonymous yeah. society, it's, it's 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 conducive to to abuse. Um, mm-hmm. it, me, I I you know I never went into this thing wanting to be an activist, and I'm involved to probably more of a degree than I want it to be. The more I see of this, the more I can't help it. I mean, I just yeah. I can't help reading some of these stories. You can't just be de- – I'm not – I can't stay detached from that. I've got to mm-hmm. be involved, I guess, right. in some ways. But but I think more awareness, what you're doing um, is great. Uh, right. it, it, it's difficult. You know, Kevin had mentioned that, you know, no one seems to care. I think it's not that people don't care. What I think is that there is an environment created – that no one feels like they can speak up. 
because you're right. going to get the rest of the you know your group or AA is you know you're you're going to get blowback from it. So there's we've got to help create an environment to where people can talk and people can speak up. The only way to do that is awareness, you know. And yeah, and I agree. Uh, I think thank and thank God, thank God, you know that 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 you know people like we are you know stepping up and speaking up. So Monica, uh, for mm-hmm. instance, I mean there are people I've known for twenty odd years that have said. You know, thank you for saying something. You know, this is something that's been going on since they've been coming around. You know, for a very long time. So, I mean, it's just it's just way overdue. It's way past due, and it's just it's about it's time. It's got to happen within AA too. It's it it can't be from a Yahoo like me or or, or FTG. There, it's got to be. I think it's got to be from within. And speaking up like you right. did that that's that's really important. I think you know. Yeah, I, I do think so. Um, I do think. Uh, well, who is it? Sally and I have decided we're going to have a gathering, and we and we're going to have it. You know, I put out a little thing of where would we have it, and maybe Las Vegas. It'll be anti or no, not anti, ex stepper gathering, safe recovery of just people that have left, and um, so that we could meet each other and talk. And um, I think that uh, that would be one thing. But I'm seriously involved in activism. Um, I know that some people have cause to um, really take some legal action, um, things that were done uh, inside meetings. Um, and if you were to get everybody who uh, was taken for, I don't know how much money, to get it out of small claims court, if all those guys got together to sue the guy who owes about a quarter of a million dollars in Hollywood to a group of people who told them to go write about it when they came and said, we're mad, give me my money back, I mean, that's a legal lawsuit for the money. But if there's stuff that um, I think uh, I – anyway, I don't, I, I'm kind of running out of time. I, I really want to thank – we have about two minutes left. Um, I really want to thank uh, M.A. and Friend the Girl um, for, your, uh, for your blog. That is so – I believe it's really, really – uh, so instrumental. I know you get a lot of hits. A lot of people go there and look and don't post, but it's so supportive. It really helped me. Um, thank wanna, you, Monica. I really, really um, want to thank you for that because that then brought me in touch with the other women and other people who had left that were like me, like Lucy with 25 years. And, you know, it really was the Brooke uh, who left with 17 years with all her sponsees and went. She went to uh, uh, Women for Sobriety. That one helped. And I want to thank Kevin so much, uh, too, for all your support. And he, you know, bringing and coming with me when I was too afraid to go to some of the meetings. They seemed too um, dangerous. And I had to bring him with me, and he got up and made announcements for me. Uh, Is there anything else somebody would like to say? We've got a minute left. Anybody? Thank you, Monica. You're doing great, and I'm just proud of you. Thank you so much. And thanks to guests too for wonderful. Practice. Yeah, thanks. Thank thanks you. for coming on, Kevin. I I don't know what Junior would say about this, but. <laughs> well, yeah. What would you say? <laughs> well, I think it's the very bad thing that everyone should hug and everyone should kiss each other. Okay. <laughs> what does Lester say about it? Yeah, I can't remember. I just had some moonshine this morning, so I can't remember yesterday. So it doesn't matter. All right. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you all. Tomorrow night I'm going to have Kenneth Anderson is going to be on. 
Oh, good. Okay. Thank you so yeah. much, Monica. Thank you so much, guys. And Ma, uh, yeah, we need to um, email. I want to get you the letter, and, and uh, we'll we'll talk. And uh, I want to thank everybody for being on. And remember, empowerment is our slogan. Empowerment is slogan, not powerless. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow night. Bye bye. All right. Bye. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.